Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mandy. And this is Love Sober. The podcast for the sober and sober curious. Hi, and welcome back to Love Sober, the podcast for the sober and sober curious. And today it's me, Kate, and I'm absolutely delighted to be talking to Emma Sobersonic. Yay! Hi, Emma. Hi, Kate. So Hi. good to be here. Oh, lovely to see you. Um, Emma's doing amazing stuff. She's just won an award. She won a Seedlip Award for being a mixed sober, alcohol-free mixologist, cocktail maker. Yeah, something like that. Um, so the competition or the contest was um, organised by a company called Holy Llama Spice Drops in conjunction with Seedlip. And we yeah. had to blind select um, one of the three Seedlip botanicals and blind select three of the spice drops, which um, Holy Llama have got really, really big range, and then create a drink from them that married the Amazing. two together. And it was like huge amounts of fun. Yeah. It's, it's like master chef. It's like master chef of the sober uh, cocktail world. You say that it was judged by um, Mixman and also Josh from Club Soda and um, Christy from Seedlip and yeah they did it live on Instagram so it was amazing you know honestly yeah. I couldn't be a master chef it was terrifying <laughs> yeah. yeah oh that's amazing but you know so you know we've been friends sober friends for a while haven't we like you've been on the sober journey for like six years you've been posting on you know you're a sober life advocate posting on Instagram for the last four years out and proud you're a mum you're just passionate about promoting alcohol-free living as fun and a real sort of an inspirer I would say you really do some beautiful inspiring work you know and I know that if I was just starting out it's people like you and accounts like yours that would really help me because I'd be able to see wow there is there's some fun here there's some sparkle this isn't going to be or boring so I just wanted to let people know you know what you're doing and yeah I, I just really appreciate all the stuff that, you, that you're doing really getting on with your life and being fabulously you know alcohol free so welcome to you oh thank you Kate thank you I think that's so nice to hear because there's a sense, isn't there, as you're plodding along on the sober journey of what now? You know, you can get to your milestones of a month or three months and you can, you know, hit them six months a year. And it's like, oh, you know, there are moments where you think, is this it? Or what, what happens next? And so for me, you know, I love following people who are a little bit further along down the tracks as well. Or people who are sort of like yourself around the same mark as me or been, you know, having a different different kind of journey of, of getting there. And, you know... It, everyone it all feeds into the same thing doesn't it that sober is fun sober is rewarding and you know keep keep on the path because it just keeps getting better and better and new gifts and goodies come along the way and you know it it, it opens up and it yeah. unravels and it unfurls and it's a brilliant journey but it's a little bit like you know if you're going for a swim you've got to go through the breakers first to get out there so yeah it's kind yeah, of showing I love that metaphor. To get through there Get, go yeah. through the breakers to get to the open water and the dolphins yes yeah and sometimes <laughs> you need to have a bit of a rest on the platform don't you as well before you can go yeah. back out and it does come in waves it's a journey and you know that whole kind of ebb and, ebb and flow and mm. and just going with it it's, yeah. yeah yeah I'm sensing a watery vibe from you today Emma yeah and yeah I'm loving those those the sea the water metaphors I'm picking up on them <laughs> yeah I definitely was pouring yesterday so yeah it's, it, uh, a little bit of rain makes you've got to have your own bow haven't you so, yeah, so just tell us briefly um because I really want to dive into this idea that we were just touching on briefly before we we hit record which is you know the sparkle and the fun and the creativity being kind of badass resilience tools because I think it's really an interesting area to, to really unpick and, and inspiring for people because at, on first glance, people might not get, get just why, you know, they can, it can feel like a bit of frippery and a bit of candy floss on the top. And actually, I think those practices are actually 
kind of self-leadership and resilience tools <laughs> and we've talked and we'll go into that in a in a bit and that's where we're going to go we're going to dive into that but I just wonder for people listening in if you could just tell us a little bit about what led you to the decision to becoming alcohol free yeah sure so um alcohol had always been on the table when I was growing up um it was always part of the equation and it was part part of normalized life so um I never really questioned why I started drinking at all and it was back in um, about 2007 that I noticed a friend of mine wasn't drinking and I said oh how come you're not drinking they lived in France so I literally assumed that red wine was coming out of the tap and they said oh I'm just on a bit of a break and um you know I just felt like every now and then we should have a bit of a moment to reassess our relationship with alcohol and you know sort of um, that's what I'm doing at the moment and that just seemed so out there and strange because it wasn't like oh, I'm just not drinking today it was I've not been drinking for quite a few months whilst I have a think about this and it that sentence just really embedded in my head and I didn't really appreciate that at the time fast forward becoming a mum and you know the the narrative changes at that point doesn't it when you when you have a family suddenly it's not easy to get out the door um, let alone navigate going out for drinks with friends um, your hormones are all up the spout mm -hmm. um, and I found that after having children my tolerance to alcohol it just completely fell off a cliff um, so going out was very much Russian roulette Mm. it could be two glasses and I'd literally be on the floor or I could drink several and be I'm going to use inverted commas fine so mm. it became very unpredictable and that mm. unpredictability fed into an anxiety about how was the evening going to go how was it going to end up so to take the edge off that I would preload which then was really kind of creating a self-fulfilling prophecy of how the night was going to turn out mm. um the hangovers were brutal. Um, the sleep was really interrupted. It was horrendous. Um, I was constantly feeling anxious and, you know, kept saying to myself, oh, you know, well, never again. But of course, by tea time, I'd be drinking mm -hmm. again. So there'd been this kind of sense of, oh, never again, but I'd never mm -hmm. done anything serious about it. And then I'd had a particularly brutal hangover. Um, following a family occasion where I just felt I'd made a complete hit of myself in front of my family, really embarrassed myself. And I was like, I'm in my 40s, I shouldn't be doing this. Mm. So that prompted me to take some action to actually buy a quick lit book, which I researched really thoroughly on Amazon. And when the book arrived, because I'd done my research, I was like, this, you know, this is going to work. So I didn't read it because actually I wasn't ready to, to stop. Um, the thing that really kept me stuck was what else will I drink? I mean, there was literally water and squash on the market and some lemonade. And I just don't feel ready to, you know, to, to be that kind of a person. Um, back in 2014, there wasn't really a sober community. Um, I, I wasn't really on, um, on social media. So I wasn't aware that there was even like a sort of a bubbling away um, sober community on Instagram. Um, so I carried on drinking and hangovers got worse. <clears throat> and, you know, there were some really awful sort of moments where I'd sort of have to run out of the kids section, um, you know, kids time of the cinema to, to go and throw up in the cinema and leave my children watching the 10 a.m. showing to go and be sick and dash back. And, you know, that all then compounded that, oh God, I can't believe that, you know, I, what, what, you know, this is the following day. How has that happened? And of course, glasses of wine are bigger and, you know, maybe I haven't eaten that much. It's been a frantic week. And so all that sort of feeling of anxiety, the feelings of being a bad mum, it was mm. all just heaping itself on top of me. Um, yeah. So I had a particularly brutal hangover, one that I was just like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. And it was in a moment of defeat that I picked up the book a year after, pretty much a year after I bought it, and I started reading it. Um, and it said you could carry on drinking, so I read it quite slowly. <coughs> yeah, as you do. Yeah, <laughs> as you do. But in that time, Kate, of having been sat on the sofa for that last year and looking at the spine of that book, kind of winking mm. at me, I'd given that book a lot of power. 
What book and was so, that? Oh, I'm hesitant about about saying it because actually, retrospectively, I oh, I've, I've got ambivalent feelings about the book. But it was How to Quit Drinking Easily by Jason Bale. Yeah, see, I yes. love that book. That got that was one of the three that got me sober. Well, yeah, and it worked because yeah. literally. I read that book, so I stopped drinking on the um, was it the 9th, 9th of November um, 2015 and haven't drunk since. Yeah. So it worked. However, that book kept me rooted in fear. It kept okay. me rooted in so much fear and I didn't view my choice as being empowered. Mm. It, it was one of defeat. It was one of not being able to drink normally. It was one of, you know, not being part of the crew and all the sort of bits of identity that I had amassed over the what, previous 30 mm. years of drinking, suddenly they, they'd gone and they'd been packaged up. And that, that was that bad person. That was that person who couldn't drink or wasn't going to be any fun anymore. Mm. Um, so that kind of all got wrapped up and boxed and how away. How did you move from that place? So, you know, so you had that and I really resonate that familiar you know sort of trajectory of it kind of starting to not work the shame kind of building up the motherhood compounding it us you know aging as well oh. and the Russian roulette sure. it's not that yeah. black and white thing it's quite difficult then we have to do all that self-identification and that soul searching it's hard hard work you know you did all that you got that book on board it something clicked where you could actually do some habit change you could stop so what then led you to the next bit you know that that kind of because you said you know this this bad person was kind of packaged away I can look at you now and just go well that's not that's not how you are now so what what was the next bit what changed oh I don't know um like it took a while and it took a lot of sort of self-discovery in that time and it was a really slow process mm. um and within that time there's, there's a lot of self-realization that you literally kind of emotionally crystallized as like a 14 year old like the time that you first started to drink when you mm. first sort of made those forays into like adult life because everything had been accompanied by alcohol you know to one degree or another and a lot of my choices have been made with alcohol in a kind of you know press the effort button or oh well I'll see how I feel tomorrow you know will I won't I depending on the hangover so suddenly not have that in the equation was on the one hand really freeing and on the other hand really terrifying mm. because it had who am I without yes that? yeah yeah and it had defined so many choices that that, that mm. I had you know made previously rightly or wrongly um it governed so many of them so kind of getting to that point of reconciling the previous person um and being okay with her took a long time you know like so much self-compassion so much forgiveness um and just moving through that that mm. you know some of the things that that previous party persona had done were kick-ass like I'm so grateful that she bought that bright pink leather sparkly coat <laughs> that <laughs> I still wear because yeah. I would never I would never have um I'd never have bought it otherwise you know overdrawn to the max yeah go and spend all your wages on a on a like bright pink leather coat yeah you know so it was like learning to love learning to Mm. love her and feel yeah you know you can take her by hand and she was making the right choices Mm. um for the time that she was living in you know yeah, and she was and I dealing do with think it there's yeah. that, that sense of when we stop there is that kind of separation it's like we've got to you know it's like the wine which had to shut the door and just literally not go there so for a period of time it meant I recognized that, that I couldn't access certain things like I couldn't go out onto the patio for four years because that was too triggering I thought I'd never have fun again I'd never feel sort of almost um high again you know and not yeah. high as in off my head but just high as in exuberant ridiculous running down a hill just shouting at the wind and doing stupid things you Literally know just anything. yeah yeah and then yeah. I think over time like you said there's this beautiful thing that happens that there's an integration you know if we are doing those those things and we have that support and we that's available to us like however I mean I'll ask you how you do it in a minute but you know it could be through 
what a lot of my stuff came through um programs and say discovering tara brack and yoga practice you know that was part of my integrative practice that meant that those bits that i could reconcile those bits of myself and love love on myself you know and that like you said it it takes a while so I mean what what kind of things facilitated that for you so right back in the early days it was simple things like um subscribing to a magazine um and having like a monthly treat to look forward to um it was buying myself flowers it was treating myself to pretty much anything that cost the same as a bottle of wine Mm. because it was kind of like, well, I would have spent that in any case. Yeah. So if so I want to justify that, that yes, yeah. absolutely justify it. So if it was going to, and I, I, I kind of like price things by that's two bottles of wine, that's three bottles of wine. And so it was really mm. kind of, you know, giving myself stuff. And I tried that approach several years previously when I've given up smoking. And I think for me, because I'd really struggled to give up with cigarettes, and it got there eventually, I, from that, had a real sense of self-knowledge. I know that if I stop something, it's not just that I kind of, like, put the brakes on it. I totally come off the tracks and, and, and fall into the ravine, and it will take an entire team to get me back on those tracks because mm. it's just not happening. So I kind of let myself off the hook on a lot of things, as long as I did not drink. That was like yeah. the one thing that was not going to happen. And if that meant um, literally having a bath, putting on pyjamas and going to bed as soon as the children had gone to mm. bed, then that's what happened. And I was absolutely um, immovable on mm. that one thing because I knew that if I started drinking, I would not be able to get back on. Yeah, you know? And yeah. to, people, to people who you know, have had many, many day ones, I take my hat off to you because mm. I'm in awe, you know, like I just, I know I wouldn't have been able to do that. I knew yeah. I had one day one me, I had one shot and that yeah. that was it. I spent such yeah. a long time sort of sharpening the axe, getting ready to do it yeah. and literally feeling like in go, going sober, I was flushing my life away, saying goodbye to friends, to the life that I once knew and loved. And to a certain extent, that's true. But, you know, see you, bye. They were good times, but it's now even better now. But you don't know that at the time, you know. Yeah. It was a real kind of bungee jump into the abyss. Um, but that was the one thing that I was really, really rigid about. Mm. And to be clear, I only really kind of got that a few weeks, months down. Because at the beginning, I just thought, well, if I could get to Christmas or get to the start yeah. of December, that would be pretty good. But I just got curious. How far mm. can I go? How, you know and it it was doing that every day of oh that was another day and we didn't have sober apps back then so it's literally counting mm. on your fingers and Aww. you know oh gosh double figures and oh it's you know it's 100 days mm. I remember looking in the mirror on 100 days which kind of was just around the year and seeing a pair of sparkly eyes look back at me and it was like wow oh my goodness like stuff starting to happen mm. and it was like, I have to keep going with this. However hard it is, I've just got to keep going because I could feel changes happening. I could feel mm. sort of emotionally, physically, there were like little shifts, little glimmers that were coming. And I had felt so miserable beforehand, mm. you know, to get to a point where actually I'm going to commit social suicide by like completely you know, not drinking anymore. I'm going to be like that one person who doesn't drink. Didn't yeah. drink. So, yeah. you know, I was at a point where I was broken. And yeah. I look back on that, I think, thank goodness. Thank goodness I couldn't drink like a normal person because then I'd still be drinking. Yeah. And I yeah. feel so yeah. happy yeah. to not drink. It's just the best. It it's really like gift, Gifts of sobriety. Oh, they just keep going, man. They really do. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but tell us about your journey then into alcohol-free cocktails. And yeah, kind of what it gives you to be involved. Why you do it? Like, why do you do it? What do you love about it? Um, Okay. So I think 
previously like the journey is like you know you're doing stuff like you're finding yourself spiritually finding yourself emotionally um you're doing some of the work and you know for different people that's different things that's either running or it's maybe you know moving their body doing some yoga or connecting with nature it's the things that you find and um I kind of hadn't found my thing Mm. so I'd got to about three and a half years and I still hadn't found my thing I've been trying different things I've got curious and I was exploring things and you know thanks to your um, Love Sober group I've met met loads of people and started having the connections and meeting like-minded people and other people who weren't drinking and, and it was like hmm, there's still there's still something missing and mm. the thing that I found at that point which just became a massive um lifeline for me which was literally the thing that then meant okay I've you know I've been swimming for ages I've now found this thing that gives me the strength was essential oils so I found essential mm-hmm. oils and it was just like wow one of my senses is suddenly ignited it's engaged and it's it's making all the other pieces join Ooh, together that is super um, interesting yeah I yeah dive into that one yeah. yeah 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 and it was like suddenly I wasn't white knuckling sobriety the whole time it was just like yeah this is it this is it this is who I am I'm a sober person mm. I started to get that confidence about it that it wasn't some dirty secret to be ashamed of it wasn't something to be embarrassed about it wasn't like some some character defect or some failing or you know something that was wrong with me it was mm. me embracing this healthy life this sort of you know and owning it and wanting to be that like not feeling embarrassed that actually if there's a vegan choice on the menu that's where I'd rather be thanks very much I've you know I've got a family of fussy eaters so it's not going to be my life for a while but you know things started to become possible and I could start to look forward to the future and to the where is your life going and look into that feel into that rather than one day at a time and yes one day at a time is really important when you're going through the hard parts of your life but when when you want to feel the joy you don't want to just feel like oh it's just this moment it's yeah. just this moment you want to yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, yay where are we going this is a great trip yeah. do you know it's very yeah. interesting that you say that to me because I've been getting that recently with noise cancelling headphones which Mandy put me onto, and going out in nature and I call it sensory stacking so it was like okay I can go for my run might you know and I kind of should do it I do get a bit of endorphins this you know there is some kind of boost there however if I put noise cancelling headphones and get my music right and look at the light I get that whoosh you know what I was saying before about the high and what yeah. I understand now because uh, last year I did uh, this lots of training with Irene Lyon who is um, she's a, a scientist but she works with the autonomic nervous system so coming out of fight flight coming out of freeze and they and you've got these bits in us that um you know so often we do what we often do in early sobriety from my perspective is that we learn to calm so we learn to come out of fight flight and we learn to go down into what's called the dorsal vagal so we start we chill out but what we um that's where it kind of lives it's our social engagement part of us so when we're engaged when we're transcendent when we're happy when we're joyous when we're you know we're just all in that it's like for me that is the that's part of the piece of the puzzle that's like the gold that's like the gold of sobriety when you get that when you get that and it isn't attached to booze anymore you will never have to drink again because you've got all the pieces and when you said about your essential oil I was like, that is super interesting because somehow I think a way into that can be with our senses. And you said that that was olfactory. That was your sense of smell, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was always really into, um, you know, I'm going to use the word using, using an aroma to boost my mood, you know, oh, I'm going out for lunch. I'm going out for a party. It's, you know, spray it all on. Interesting um, that that was your preference yeah. and that was a gateway yes. for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just hadn't really fully um, appreciated quite how ignited that would make me feel Mm. and how suddenly I could feel like my spontaneity was coming back. Um, 
because that was the sort of thing that I did miss about mm. drinking was that you never kind of quite knew how the evening was going to go out and it could be a bit hedonistic or you could meet interesting people and it would just kind of all like rattle along and there was always that bit that kind of longing before of, oh you know it was always a bit fun but actually once you've managed to access those um, sensations for want of a better word via something else you don't need to um have the chaos the anxiety no. um and, and all the negative things that come mm. from the alcohol so suddenly I was like oh my god no not missing yeah. out on that at all like I've found my I found my jam this is heavenly yeah and through some kind yeah. of sensory experience through through being skillful about that which is essentially you know in your sober toolkit um you know if there's a there's a neurobiological thing happening so I'm totally nerding out today really but <laughs> it is those that. brain chemicals you know you're balancing yes. your you're balancing your GABA you're bringing them down you're soothing but then you are you know you've obviously got some kind of oxytocin serotonin coming up um because your your engagement system is coming online which is somehow for you is that that's that sense of smell as, yeah. as part of it which I just find fascinating oh it's so who knew it's right interesting I know I mean it's so <laughs> interesting how different smells make us feel differently mm. about yeah. things and we connect smells so it's so powerful um you know it, it's one of the few senses that actually connects memories yeah you exactly know, and, and links yeah. things so it can really take you back to a place in time or it can make, and therefore it can make you feel certain mm. emotions. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's amazing it's to be able to, yeah, to play with that and to therefore manage your own um, emotions, but also maybe um, others who you live with as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, you know, a couple yeah, of yeah. teens, but it's quite quite helpful with the older hormone yeah. stuff. So yeah, like that was just massive, and it was from there that suddenly. Um, I started to feel like my creativity was coming back, um, you know, in, in many different ways and sort of started to do quite a lot of things that I hadn't done for a long, long time. Um, and, you know, some of those connected in sort of mindful practices where, again, they were really calming, they were really restful. Um, and, and then, you know, just sort of playing, playing with things, um, playing with, you know, just even arranging things on a plate. It was all those kind mm. of things that, I just started to take huge amounts of joy from um, mm. and lots and lots of fun and delight in doing and it didn't feel like a waste of time because actually I was enjoying doing it yeah. and yeah and it sort of all comes back into that thing of sort of self-value self-worth mm. and self-nurture and you know before I quit drinking the way that I kind of um, chilled out relaxed enjoyed myself was by consuming alcohol mm. whereas you know fast forward six years there's you know there's so many ways that mm. I relax or bring myself down um you know work through problems yeah. just you know whereas previously it was just like oh you know it wasn't even get the corkscrew out it was a cap because that was yeah. easier so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and you yeah. know all of those things that you're talking about I love you know you know we talk about that you've said increasing your value and your, your sense of value, you know, I'm worth, this is worth taking time over. I'm allowed to take this yeah. time. And also when we're in those places of flow and creativity and mindfulness, that helps rewire our brains. So that's going to speed up the, the feelings. You know, if you're actively working with those, right, that's going to help you feel more solid in your sobriety. You know, it's, it's, it's backed up by science. Yeah, um, yeah, and, 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 and we know that because they feel good, and that's yes. a really good. Because so I, I had a, a question on um, somebody posted recently on our on our group about the sober toolkits. You know, what what is it? And it, you know, and it's that I love that Mary Oliver poem, and I I think we can come to this. I think when you're newly sober, it's all about the muscle power, and it is. It's like okay, let's get through the day. Let's let's set those you know, like I'm going to get through this weekend. I'm going to get through trigger times. Like 100%, I don't ever want to kind of negate that. But then what you're talking about, you know, six years down the line and and, and it earlier, um, but that feeling of like Mary Oliver poem of let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. And it's yes. like that, yeah. that speaks so beautifully to me because a lot of the healing 
that I've encountered and what you're saying is being around that those sensory pieces and actually an embodied feeling um for me I you know I like that cross-body stuff that makes me and warm blankets and warmth you know and, yeah. and, and the sound for me is very important the new noise cancelling headphones Mandy made me buy them for my five-year subversary last year are life-changing right and I love the fact that yeah. these new tools all the time right yes so, and it's like mm. why oh you mean like why have I waited so long to get these like this year I've started doing um complete opposite to, to that warmth um cold water showers yeah, in the so morning that's, that's next yeah that's better yeah and I was like I would never have thought that I would be someone who'd start my day with a cold shower yeah like, but that tones your your vagus but your vagus nerve again that will yeah. be that allowing that um you know a greater efficiency of coming out of fight flight or accessing joy states so and it's also about making a conscious decision first thing in the morning because you're there and the water's warm and there's mm. that conscious decision of I'm going to turn this onto cold. And, you know, there's been a few moments where I'm like, yes. oh, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> and then I'm like, I can do, and it's empowering. You're yeah. making a choice. I can do this and it's, you know, I'll be there. Yeah, you start badass. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, wow. And that's the thing about the sober journey. It just keeps, just keeps getting yeah. better. Yeah. 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 And so tell us about this, because I, I really do want to dive into this idea of the alcohol-free cocktails. Yeah. And how, you know, there's all that beautiful, there's that sensory stuff there. You know, there um, is creative. There's the social aspect. And I want to just unpick if, it's okay with you about how you feel that that helps you in your life you know as a as a kind of yeah as a resilience tool rather than yeah. just a bit of whipped cream on the top <laughs> only if it's vegan cream yeah um <laughs> I I oh, I love it it's so much fun um so let's be clear, if I was still drinking, I would not have the drinks cabinet that I've got right now. Like, I just wouldn't. It would be empty. It would all be drunk. And, you know, I was lethal with a shaker previously. And, um, yeah, people wouldn't want to drink my cocktails at all because the measurements were all out. Um, it was all a bit blurry. It was just chuck it all in because, mm. you know, really we're just drinking to get hammered here. That was, mm. that was you know, that was the goal. Um so alcohol free is completely different experience it's about balancing flavors it's about having something that's aromatically um uplifting or stimulating i mean you know you get your lemons you want between your hands it smells mm. you know just joyous um you know similarly with any herbs that you're using um i often grow things in the garden um or pick things you know beautiful flowers so it's also kind of like making it look beautiful Mm. And that is the polar end um, of the spectrum from when it was literally open um, a screw cap on a bottle yeah. of Sauvignon Blanc and pour it in the fridge and glug, mm. you know. So it's it's, it's like very, mindless very to mindful, isn't it? It's yes. like that whole yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's about combining different flavors as well from um, uh, from botanicals or you know amplifying those with say. Um, you know either a sort of a syrup that I might have made um so that you get sort of a complex drink as well so it's something that you're sipping that you're enjoying it's about grown-up drinking it's the sort of drinking that I couldn't do when alcohol was in there because yeah. uh, it was like chug 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 um and it's about taking time it's thinking about it and taking time enjoying the process and because like yeah I, I am this sober goddess who deserves to have a beautiful glass of something delicious. Um, I'm oh, yeah. feeling like, yeah, I can say that and it doesn't sound, you know, prissy or something, but, yeah. you know, choosing some lovely things to put in I the feel glass. Um, and getting the old glasses out as well, the ones that you put mm. away because they belong to the bad person, you know, getting those out and mm. kind of being like, yeah, these have got some lovely memories attached to them and crumbs. Crikey, I can't believe they're not smashed. Like, wow, that was that was an achievement. And yeah, really like real the whole thing. Integration yeah. and almost like rewriting as well. It's almost like you get to rewrite 
Yeah, I get sometimes when I've talked to people and I'm for myself, you get that idea of sliding doors, you know, that, you know, that version and this version. And basically it just sounds like you've kind of rewritten this in the most beautiful way, you know. Honestly, if if 20 year old me could could see, you know, the martini glasses, one still still not broken and that actually had alcohol free in it, they would be astonished on both counts you know they, yeah. they really would be yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, wow <laughs> but I think you become your best self when you're not drinking mm. you know you you become the person that secretly always wanted to be but never really felt that you were capable of being um and you know mm. like I still make mistakes things still go wrong um I'm by no means of anyone's imagination perfect but I'm kinder to myself. And when I do make mistakes, don't hit the booze and then, you know, slink off and pretend it never happened. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a completely different way of viewing things. Yeah, and I, I, I totally agree. And I, and I think there's that sort of, you touched upon it before, that being mindful and intentional and curious. So there's a few things there which I think, and I know, you know, we spoke a little bit before before we got on, um, you know my situation my family situation has been really difficult the last few years and you know yours too you've had some mm-hmm. significant challenges and how that we can use these things really intentionally rather than you know in the, old, the bad old days you know you could kind of use booze to escape yeah yeah but it's like the opposite it's like using things really skillfully to elevate your mood to comfort to soothe to cheer in a really authentic and creative way and they actually really you know that it's very good for us it's really balancing and it really helps for resilience you know and it's it's also about celebrating the fact that all these awful things are happening sometimes concurrently Mm. but hello I'm still here I'm still here I'm still showing up for myself for everybody else and I still have good things in my life and yeah okay there are some car crashes going on but um actually that doesn't mean that I need to kind of get in the pile up you know I can still still show up and do the nice things for for myself and I think you know going back to essential oils when things are really really sticky all you have got to do is take a lid off you know Mm. that's that's all you've got to do so <laughs> I love your so metaphors not, I'm like take the lid off your life it's like yeah take the yeah. lid off the, an essential take the lid off the bottle. that's so, all you've got to yeah. do because you know if there's stuff going on it's like, oh I don't want to put on the trainers or the weather's bad or I've hurt my knee you know you can put you can put a lot of blocks in front mm. of things can't you whereas literally yeah. I know if things are really really bad just take the lid off the lemon have a few sniffs, bit of lavender, mm. and straight away I'm going to feel slightly yeah. soothed and calmer, and a little, little bit happier. Not necessarily mm. about the situation, but just confident that I've got this. Mm. Um, you know, and that's that. That then allows all the other stuff to kind of kickstart and, yeah. and come back into place. So you know, your journaling, your daily gratitudes, yeah. and all all the kind of like the baseline stuff that's so important. Mm. And that, you know, I never did six years ago and, and yeah. would kind of have scoffed at anyone doing that. You know, I might, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it does. It's those intentional, again, isn't it? Some good, mm. simple routines and boundaries yeah. that work for us. Like I always see it like the sober scaffold, a little bit of an emergency toolkit, which it sounds like your essential oils are that kind of, that can easily ground you if you're having a bad yes. day or lift you up. Yeah. To get us out of that sort of, well, I guess it's as we go along, it's not so much alcohol triggers, but it's definitely a dysregulated state, which could then lead to other unhelpful things. So if we've got something useful, like your essential yeah. oils, um, even my noise cancelling headphones say, yes. you can come yeah. out of that triggered state and then yeah. return to equilibrium and then get back to putting yeah. one foot in front of the other, but not in a reactive way, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. And I mean, yeah. the thing is as well is that, you know, it's, we, we live in an alcohol-centric world, right? Mm. So the focus is always, when you step out the door, it's always about alcohol. People are always, you know, drinking or 
Yeah, I don't see it's it in, anymore. It's in the equation. Well, you're able, I think I'm able to filter out most of the time. Yeah, it's but sometimes, sometimes it can really kind of confront and, and, and pop up. Mm-hmm. And so I think it is really helpful to kind of have all those things at your disposal. 100%. So that, you know, when you do have some low moments, it isn't that, oh, you know, your brain suddenly going, oh, remember this used to help. This used to help. We used to do this. Do you remember? Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago. You know, I've got all these other wonderful things that I can now, you know, dip into and select yeah. from and choose. What do I, what do I need now? What's yeah. Help today? And it's yeah. so good to like you said before, you know, you were talking about your journaling and those good practices and to do these on a regular basis to remind ourselves so that we it's almost a bit like yoga, you know, we always say you, you do hard things on the mat and you do it regularly. So when the shit hits the fan off the mat, you know how to deal with it. You know, you can do hard yes. things. It's like almost yeah, like that yeah. muscle memory of I know I can go to my essential oil or I know I can get to a class or I know I can get to a run. It's because they're, you know, they're in our minds. Yes. Yeah. Like, and they're available to us without too much muscle power because we are we're working with them. And we're That's using right. the more them. you do them, yeah, more yeah, you do the more, them, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I love making different drinks, and I love kind of, you know, having a moment to take a pretty picture of them and sharing the recipe and stuff to to help other people. But also, it's about sort of being create, you know, yeah, creative, and it's about taking up space in your own life that yes that time of day should be focused on other people for dinner and you know that that used to be how life was and so mm-hmm. yeah life got reduced to just literally pouring pouring something into mm-hmm. a glass quickly and kind of necking it not really being aware or in the moment and enjoying it so it's about taking up yeah. space and I'm worth it I'm worth this pause people can wait five minutes for dinner because actually I'm important and I'm going to do this for me and that's that's not being selfish or you know somehow lacking it's prioritizing yourself so that you have then got more gas in your tank to keep on running the show and you know managing things because you know life life has been complicated these last couple of years it has been tough you know a lot of people have said to me oh I can't believe you're still not drinking even though you've been going through all this stuff and it's like yeah you know I've got Mm -hmm. husband with severe mental health problems um PTSD I've got a son who's a wheelchair user I've got a daughter who's just started secondary school and you know all the stuff that kind of goes with being a being a tween girl and I'm holding the space for you know all of that Mm -hmm. you know other relatives and we've been in a pandemic and things are all a bit weird and it's like well you know deep deep breaths you can you can do this but you need to give yourself the space before you go into serious overwhelm and staying calm rather than being reactive yeah yourself yeah 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 100% 100% it's absolute it's survival kit isn't it yeah sometimes it's at its lightest it's it's play and at its most badass it's SOS survival kit yeah yeah it does you know yeah especially when you've got other agencies and things involved and you're Mm. trying to you know coordinate things or chase things up or yeah yeah reading through the lines what does that actually mean and you know drinking me would not be able to manage be able to do of, it yeah no, actually yeah to, I, I sometimes i'm just like people you know have said to me you know that that thing about wow yeah it's amazing and you you know you still don't drink and i'd be like <laughs> i don't even know what it would look like like <laughs> you know what I mean I was like you know literally for the love of God like I would like no this is unthinkable what I I would be coping so it's also interesting that it's sometimes that that comment comes from um people within the sober community as well so there's still somewhere Mm. that kind of narrative that says to us somehow drinking helps (laughs) it's like no it doesn't and you know just to just to wrap up quickly that I love I really wanted to go back to that you know your your five o'clock thing when you're doing the dinner um and I remember you know that seeing the quote um you know keep the ritual but change the ingredients right yes but yeah. what I think you've done is like you've not only kept the ritual and changed the ingredients, but then then some. Then you've really elevated it and gone. You know what? 
I'm going to take this next level. Oh, yeah. Watch me freaking do that. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, so I'm so all behind that. That is amazing. I love it. I think we need to keep giving ourselves more. Yeah. And it's like, because we deserve it. But also it's, you know, these are simple ingredients. They're not like mega fancy. You can, anyone can pimp their drink, you know, a Mm. lovely glass of of sparkling water. You can freeze some fruit in your ice cubes. You can put in some lovely herbs that you've either grown in a pot on your windowsill Mm. or, you know, nick from your neighbor's garden if they're nice and they let you. You know, there's lots, (laughs) lots of things that you can do or, you know, like, you can put some lemons in, in the oven. You can dehydrate slices. There's so many lovely ways that you can make your drinks delicious, look beautiful, smell amazing. And you don't need to have a fortune to, mm. to do that. Just a little bit of imagination. And, you know, you can also make those things portable as well. So if you're going out mm. and place that you're going to hasn't really got on board with alcohol free you can still make your drink look special I don't Mm. think anyone's going to get upset about you putting some mint or a bit of rosemary and a piece of lemon into your into a glass you know it's like we deserve this it's not sobriety is not a poor cousin at at, you know no that's been invited around with dinner it's an equal choice yeah I love that so if someone was just wanting to start out with this experimenting themselves what would you say would be your kind of top tips and maybe a handful of ingredients that they could try um so if they're going to go on board with some alcohol free spirits then Mm. get some big ice cubes um Mm. because the bigger the better um they will melt and then your drink will dilute slower so big ice cubes is number one um get all your old glasses out, you know, like celebrate the person who you used to be and enjoy her for getting you this far in life and, mm-hmm. you know, raise a toast to her and enjoy some of the memories that, you know, have come through because they're all part, part of you. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit of if a you get some, there. yeah, mm. get some little cocktail sticks or, you know, they can be, they can be wooden ones or and get something that is um, metal so that you can sort of skewer some little fancy bits so you've got some garnishes on your on your glass that always looks that's nice cheers me up you can put anything on there you know gherkins pickles if you're having a, a virgin mary you know the lot just make yourself love on you um if you want to ask for some bits and pieces then i'd say straws are lovely metal straws glass straws um you know there are other ways that you can make your drink look beautiful through you know um stirrers i mean everything think about you know some fruit if you like fruit in your in your, in mm. your um, non-alcoholic cocktails they can be lovely or muddle them crushed ice play play around think about what you used to like drinking what flavors you enjoyed and then kind of take it mm. take it from there and if you're going to find something triggery leave it alone yeah don't go there so i used to drink a lot of alcohol um I did used to drink a lot of alcohol. I used to drink <laughs> several people's a week. Um, so yeah. I used to drink a lot of wine. And I think that's one of the reasons that I really love alcohol-free cocktails because mm. I'm not trying to replicate something. This yeah. is a whole new, whole new world. Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's important, isn't it? Because we were talking about yeah. triggers earlier and you know, you quite rightly pointed that out. And um yeah, I love that. And um, it just is it's really exciting. I feel like um, maybe a, a kind of a love sober mixology event coming on with, uh, oh, with, yeah, with you, um, with you. Yeah, you're an, an Emma masterclass, really. This is oh, what I'm feeling yeah. like at the moment. <laughs> You'll be in hot demands. You'll be in hot demands, I'm sure. It would be so much fun because, you know, we all know that once we've gone out, and that initial anxiety is worn off. We all have the best time. Yeah. You know, we all have the best time when you're together with your friends or with your group of sober people. Once that initial kind of 
oh, well, you know, what's going to happen? Once that's gone, you have a brilliant time. Yeah. However, at a certain point in the evening, you can kind of get a little bit fed up of maybe what the drink's choices are. So, yeah, something like that would then empower people to even ask, you know, mm. their local their local bar, would you definitely. mind stopping this? Or how about this? Yeah. To go out and seek out those choices. Yeah, definitely. That's so good. So assertive. There's so many it. now. There's so many. Yeah. Uh, the, it's the yeah. sober revolution Brilliant. yes it yeah. is viva revolution so um we're going to wrap up now but we always wrap up by just asking you what your reason to love sober is today oh my goodness um it's just given me my everything it really has it's i can't even can't even put it into words but like literally you can look around my home and whatever i look at there's some kind of so metaphor there like I can see my two little sleeping cats here and I think if they got sick I wouldn't be worried about taking to the vet and the vet bill just simple it just Mm. gives you so much clarity it's given me so much clarity and and happiness and joy even when times are hard I know I've got this I can do it it's just given me so much confidence yeah thank yeah. you so much it's been amazing to talk to you I'm super like inspired by by all your the cocktail talk and the essential oils actually and um you know that you won that that big competition you know we we said didn't we that it was like you were like the Eddie Eagle of the sober <laughs> cocktail world it's like these big hard hitters and then you come up and you just absolutely kind of floored it it's amazing it's amazing oh. so it, honestly I was so I was so elated and yeah. you know it's you know getting through was just brilliant and I was I was really happy with my drink and I thought yeah you know put something forward that's really really delicious yeah. and tasty but it's thanks to the sober community that I got through Amazing. and you know having that kind of support is phenomenal and when you think back to when I it's like oh god I'm not having friends and you know yes. and then suddenly you've got <laughs> you've got, you've got a million community. Oh. yeah it's just fabulous it's yeah. amazing yeah. thank you so much thank, thank you, you. so good to see you thank you so if you're immediately concerned about your drinking please do reach out send up the flare go online so many communities now find your fit um get in touch at hello at lovesober.com if you've got any questions or if you want to uh put forward a topic you'd like to speak about um and you'd like to hear about and yeah see you next week for more chat stay safe everyone